The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Good evening. This is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. You're listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on education, knowledge, training, and development. I want to thank our sponsors, Patterson Dental, Henry Shine, and Vocal for their support. And a shout out to David Wolf and his podcast team. Without their expertise, these podcasts would not be available. I want to just sort of jump ship a little bit. For the last several years, I've been talking on a variety of topics of dentistry, the business of dentistry, and the focus has been on a combination of clinical and business, but mostly business. In tonight's podcast, I'd like to talk to the dental profession about expanding their reach, their training, their development, and the care for their patients, which in my opinion is their most important asset. As I've been practicing full-time dentistry, general dentistry, but all aspects of general dentistry, I've realized over the last eight years or so, I've been branching out into the non-surgical aspects of dentistry, and particularly the cosmetics and aesthetics of the face, but the entire body. And I'd like to introduce to our listeners the uh, neuromodulators, commonly referred to as Botox. And I think the reason that this is an important podcast is as I see uh, the dental profession changing rapidly, I see the constraints that insurance companies are putting on the fee-for-service care, constantly reducing our reimbursements, forcing us to work faster, sometimes using less than ideal Uh, procedures because the reimbursement is becoming lower and lower. Dentistry, in my opinion, is just probably one of the most fascinating and best 
careers that you could pick. But unfortunately, the power of insurance companies, managed service organizations, dental service organizations are making it difficult for the men and women joining our career in a number of different ways. And I think expanding your knowledge to the non-surgical basis in tonight's podcast is a focus on, on neuromodulators, which I'll refer to as Botox, Dysport, Zeman, and Juvenal. Those are probably the four most uh, prominent neuromodulators on the market today worldwide. It is literally a multi-billion dollar business with millions of people receiving injections, not just in the face, but entire body. Although you wouldn't consider it, most dentists who treat temporal mandibular joint dysfunction will many times consider the use of neuromodulators in the masseter muscle and temporalis muscles to reduce or relax those clenching muscles to reduce or eliminate migraine or tension type headaches. This is a generally very safe procedure. It can be learned rather quickly, and I believe the dental profession is very adept at developing the skills and the techniques to offer our patients. And once you start injecting these neuromodulators bilaterally in the masseter and temporalis muscle, I don't want to create a clinical textbook or cookie cutter approach, but in general terms, you're going to probably inject between 20 and 100 uh, units of neuromodulators in the right and left uh, masseter muscle. And generally, these uh, conditions that relax the muscles will last anywhere from three to four months. Many times the patients will require a second uh, series of injections three to four months down the road. And in some cases, patients may even need a third series of injections. But I think you'll find that you're very adept at doing this. You'll be very confident in doing this. And I think you'll find that your patients will respond very well because it's certainly right in your wheelhouse to provide these cares and services. What you're going to find is your clients, your patient base is going to be asking you, can you deal with rytides, which is the medical term for wrinkles? And again, just a brief overview, in general terms, neuromodulators, which I'm going to constantly refer to as Botox, but please keep in mind, Botox is developed by the Allergan company, Dysport is the Galderma company, and then you have Zeman and Juveno, which are also different companies. But the idea and the concept is not necessarily what you use, but the objective is to reduce the muscles from clenching or twitching. So for the cosmetic part of your practice, think of neuromodulators for the upper third of the face, basically from the base of the eye or the infraorbital foramina up to the top of the forehead. The general areas that you'll be considering for non-surgical uh, treatment or rytides, which is a fancy name for wrinkles, is going to be the frown lines of the forehead or the frontalis muscle, 
The glabellar area, which is made up of the corrugator and procera muscles, or what is commonly referred to as the 11s, when people frown, those are the vertical lines right around uh, the bridge of the nose between the eyebrows. And the lateral canthus, which is part of the bobicularis oculi muscle, which is the muscle that surrounds the eye. Those are commonly referred to as crow's feet. So it's the frown lines on the forehead, it's the 11s between the eyebrows, and the uh, crow's feet on the lateral aspect of uh, your eyes. Those are typically the main areas that, as a dentist, you'll be looking at to inject these neuromodulators to relax those muscles. As a general background, a general idea to consider is there's two concepts in how to bill your client or patient. One is you're billing that patient for the region, the area. Typically, the recommendations would be to inject the neuromodulators in all of those muscular areas of expression, the frontalis muscle, the corrugator muscles, the procerus muscles, and the lateral canthus muscles. Generally, you're going to use bilateral injections, and generally, uh, when you reconstitute your neuromodulators, and for zeomin and juvenile and Botox, they're generally sold vacuum-packed as 100 units. And when you receive this product, you'll reconstitute it typically with normal saline, and it's 2.5 mLs into the 100-unit vial. And that reconstitute and generally will last anywhere from one week to 30 days, and it should be used within that 30 days, and it should be kept refrigerated. The average injection, every time you inject Mr. or Mrs. Smith, in most cases, you'll be depositing between one and four units of the neuromodulator into these muscles of expression. In most cases, in my eight years of uh, providing this service and care, I very seldom have had a patient complain of discomfort or pain. You're using uh, an insulin type syringe, 31 gauge or less, and the patient feels almost no pain or discomfort. But for those patients who are extra sensitive, you can use uh, a BLT cream, which is benzocaine, lidocaine, and tetracaine. Generally, you'll rub this on the skin, let it sit for 10 to 15 minutes. But like I said, I almost never have to use it for the injections of neuromodulators in the upper third of the face. I strongly recommend you consider getting training and certified in this. I think you will find that it's an excellent adjunct to your practice, and I think your patients can really benefit. Patients are spending thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars to restore their vertical dimension. They're spending tens of thousands of dollars to make their teeth look the proper proportions, their gum tissue to provide the proper, let's say, theater for the teeth. And all of these things are critically important to get an excellent dental outcome. But many times, even though we're inches from the face, we're not looking at the muscles of facial expression. We're not looking at the right tides or wrinkles, and you can make a significant improvement. There are some other areas of neuromodulators that are particularly suited for dentistry also. The patient who has a high lip line, when they smile, they show excessive teeth. A simple, very 
cost-effective and very attractive approach to treatment is four to six injections in the upper lip or the obicularis oris muscle or the muscle that surrounds the mouth and allows you to pucker, to drink out of a straw or smoke. This muscle can be relaxed and it hides the excessive tissue or gummy tissue that in a slang term we refer to as a gummy smile. That is, again, another excellent way to integrate the neuromodulators into your dental practice. From a purely business standpoint, these are not insurance coverage. These are elective procedures. I find that there's little to no pushback from the patient, and I think you'll find it extremely rewarding. I touched earlier on how do we focus on the billing of these things, and generally, you Take a look at the three areas, the crow's feet or lateral canthus area, the frontalis or forehead area, and the glabellar area. And you can generally say each section is going to have a fee and typically anywhere from $150 to $350 per section is generally a reasonable fee to start with depending on your skill and your learning curve. In most cases, another option is to simply come up with a fee for each unit that you're using. For example, if you elect to charge Mr. and Mrs. Smith $10 a unit and you've placed 40 units, then the fee would be $400. As a general rule, and I caution us, this is not a clinical training. It's just to whet your appetite and to hopefully have you consider looking for extensive training and knowledge to integrate this into your dental practice. In most cases, on the upper third of the face, you'll probably be using anywhere between 40 and 80 units of neuromodulators if you're using Botox, Xeomin, or Juvederm, or Ju Juvenal, excuse me. The advantage of this is the patient knows exactly what they're being billed for and there's no guesswork. The disadvantage of that is it puts you in a position where you may be competing with a neighbor or other injector down the road and now you get into a price war. Dr. Jones is charging $12 so you charge 11 per unit then somebody charges 10 then somebody charges 9 and it becomes a commodity. My personal belief is the patient should be paying for your knowledge, your training, your education, and skill to identify the right places, the right location, and the right amount of neuromodulators to be used. A couple of learning things that I really didn't grasp in my earlier years integrating neuromodulators into my dental practice was that there are two types of rhytides. There are two types of wrinkles, in other words. There's the dynamic wrinkles, and then there are the static wrinkles. What I mean by that is when you look at yourself in the mirror and you squint or you frown, you'll see the muscles of ex expression create wrinkles throughout your face and decollete or neck area. Those are dynamic wrinkles and they are ideally suited for neuro neuromodulators or i.e. Botox injections. There are other individuals who have had extreme damage from sun, smoking, alcohol, and when you look at them, the wrinkles and creases are already in their skin. 
And for those particular problems or static rytides, I believe an ideal solution would be instead of neuromodulators to consider hyaluronic acid fillers, which I'll be addressing in another podcast. In closing, I would strongly recommend the dental profession become familiar with what neuromodulators can do for your practice and for your bottom line as a business. I have found it extremely rewarding. I found that the learning curve was exciting, different, and new, and I'm sure you will also. It's like anything you might think to yourself, what would a dentist be doing with neuromodulators? But quite honestly, I think the dental profession is uniquely suited. We probably give more injections than anyone. We're probably more familiar with the facial cosmetics than any other practice. We're dealing with the lips, the smile, the appearance. And I believe once you get a grasp of this technology in a comfort zone, you're going to find a big boon to your practice, not only psychologically, but financially. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. You've been listening to Ascent Dental Solutions. In closing, I want to thank our sponsors, Patterson Dental, Henry Shine, and Vocal. And again, a nice shout out to David Wolf and his podcast team. Thanks for listening. And again, this is Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on education, knowledge, training, and development. I look forward to talking to you in the near future. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.